BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts end before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association. Voted the Todd Glass Show with number one. So welcome to the show. Today's show has a sponsor, and it's not Michael Calhoun. But Michael, brace yourself, because this show is going to make you have... I, I'm, I'm worried about your health. So... But let's talk about, now Nick is with me here. Nick does, uh, you know, Nick Lipa from the podcast. And you need to tell me uh, who the sponsor is today. Uh, what's their name? Al. Oh, just tell me. Uh, just read it right there because I need to know who's, uh, today's show is being sponsored by somebody. So I just need to know who it is. So just uh, read it right off the page. Al. Nick, now's not the time for you to do your bits, games, your your whatever you want to call it. There's someone, I'll make this very simple, that way, you know, there's someone sponsoring the show, I need to know who they are, will you please tell me? How? By the way, I'm going to interrupt the bit, and I think you know, comedically, you can't go, you just got to go how, you know, and the people listening know, and I want you to know he knew the minute he did it, he went, no, no, it's right there, no, so let's go back to it, you need to tell me what it is. How? Just read it off the page. How? Oh, Nick. Well, maybe you're special. You know, maybe you, you need uh, some special assistance when it comes to learning. Maybe I shouldn't be making fun of you. I should be nurturing. So um, there's that bit. Let's talk about how. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. How? I, 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 I 
talk to them. And you don't fast forward through the Todd Glass people that sponsor the show. I do a fresh read every week. I don't just rip through it. Today's show is being sponsored by Hal. Get $9.99 Verizon. Got, 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 uh, great for the back. Yeah, I, I give my heart and soul. And I think, I asked Nick, I said, what is Hal? What, what is it basically? Yes. In your, are you, in your, in your, uh, the people at Hal might hear what you think it is and go, well, but I want to see how good of a job. What's the gist? For someone that's listening, and by the way, well, go ahead. First, go ahead. What is it's it? It's like Netflix for comedy. You get like comedy albums. That's what there's stuff in here. Yeah. I know. I know there's stuff in here they, like they so Louis C.K. albums, old podcasts, old podcasts like Jen Kirkman, James Adomian. So oh yeah, they got some Earwolf stuff in here, some Comedy Bang Bang. How did this get made? So it's like, what did you Finn say? Finn Pig, watch your mouth. You said it's like Netflix for, for for comedy. And young people, here's what I hear. Let me take my glasses off. Young people are buying this up. See what happens? So everyone thinks they're young, and then they're a part of podcasting. They go, "Yeah, I'm young enough. I got. I'm not like the people that don't know what podcasting is." And then along comes how. You know you're getting old when you're not. Because you know young people are going to go, it's going to be just a, like like Netflix. It's just a thing. People people thought, oh, Netflix. Next thing you know, fuck, how's big? Yes, yes. That's what's going to happen. It just makes sense. So look into it. That's all I'm saying. Now, I hope I just did, you know, I hope I, hope, hope I just did them well. Yeah, it's only five bucks a month. Are you serious? Yeah. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. I, Nick. We're in the middle of a read. Now listen, I don't like being lied to. I was lied to when I was younger. How much is it, honestly? It's $5. Nick, there's no way, and you want to pull your pranks and do your jokes. There's no way all that. How much is it? What's it, 50 or 60? It's $5. Shut up! I told you a long time ago. <laughs> See, I do. It's four ninety nine. It's $4.99. How about that? We take a penny off. We don't give a shit. The people at Hal are very generous. And I know uh, the owner, Thurston. <laughs> You're more generous. You didn't get a free trial. I'm in the middle of a bad God. joke. I'm in the middle of a bad joke. And you interrupt me during a, ta- during a read for a commercial. What was your joke you said? It wasn't even a joke. Great. Well, thanks for interrupting. So anyway, uh, how? Learn about it. Now, what's the business end? Because you can, by the way, I thought I did a very nice job talking about how today. I really do. So what is the business end of it? What's this stuff down here? Well, uh, it's only $4.99 a month, and you can get a free trial with promo code Todd. Shut up. Yeah. Just keep reading. Um, and you just have to go to how.fm to get your, uh, say that trial. again. That's the part the company wants you to get right. How.fm H O W L dot FM. Isn't there a way they get a discount if they mention something about me? Yeah. yeah just enter Todd as promo code. Wow. How folks, how you're going to, you're not going to know how you live without it. You get one free month. I thought that was a good way to end. Oh. And then you piped in. Uh-huh. I go, how? You're going to wonder how you live without it. i got to get this business done. Uh, is that, oh, is there any more business? No, all the business is done. All right, do you want me to punch you in your face or your neck? <laughs> There's no reason for either. Um, I thought he did a good job, Nick. If you want to tweet at Nick Lipa, um, saying good job with the read for Hal. And um, I love you and Hal loves you and goodbye. Enjoy the show. Oh, Mike Calhoun, you do not know what you're in for. I'm not joking around. You might need an ambulance. Now entering Nerdist.com. Excuse me? Ladies and gentlemen, 
in the studio today, and we we do a a somber opening, but still there's an electricity in the air. But in studio for this very special occasion is Jake Adams, but not at the board. But not at the board. Jake Adams, we can applaud. Nick Lipa is actually at the board tonight. Bring it down a little. We'll do whatever you want. Robbie Kirkhoff is playing with his headphones. What's there, are you, can you hear now? I want you to be able to hear. We're in no hurry. Everything's fine. Hold on, I'm going to wait till he gets his headphones plugged in. You feel You hear me now? Robbie Kirkhoff is here. Oh, I heard my name. Well, did, diddly-doos. Um, <laughs> he's acting like hearing his name made him get like, oh, boy, things can't get better. And um, David, what's your last name? Silverman. David Silverman, which what? is something. What? 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 Yo, David Silverman. Is that you, David Silverman? Excuse me? Excuse me. Uh, how do you how do you say that last name? <laughs> what if that was someone's last name? This is a cold opening. Other shows are so jealous. Um, so David is here. We're going to talk to him about. He does something that. Uh, well, we'll talk about it later. But it has to do with podcasting and a good way to sample like ooh. a lot of different podcasts. We don't. Ooh, ooh. So this is the last show, which could be a double, that we are going to be doing the show at a Black Horse Motors. <laughs> Wait, what? Yep. So, of course, we're going to celebrate tonight. There's a garden. What a garden. Only happy faces bloom there. And there's never any room there for a worry. Or it's our last yeah. show here. Listen, I feel out of control already. So let me just say that it's very exciting. I hope I, you enjoyed that music. Now let me go through a few things. And uh, so this is the last show at Black Horse Motors. And uh, Blake Wexler texted. <laughs> <laughs> Blake Wexler texted. Blake Wexler texted something about where are my goddamn bubbles. Only would you hear that on the Todd Glass show. <laughs> I must have said, where's my goddamn bubbles? No one else is going, I want my goddamn bubbles. Okay, so there's that. I, that wasn't really something, to be honest. So today will be a two-parter, and let me explain it as we go. Um, hold on, I'm putting the fan on. Mm. Um, that I would, it's not like I want to leave here because I would have stayed here and loved it, but for the exact opposite reason that this place is great, then I'm very excited to do it 
what I'm calling the barn in my backyard because um, I can have fireside after the show. I can have a, we have a fire pit. We can do shows by the fire pit, set up like three mics, no, no microphones, just us sitting around the fire pit. They'll be great after shows. Then I really do look forward to doing that. And then there's something about as much as I said here a million times that we can look out into the street. We, it's all glass. You can look out. We're not in a, in a room with no, I used to say it, I used to go, yeah, you're just in a room doing a podcast and there's no windows. It's like, uh, this, is, this is the way I want to do it for the exact opposite. It'll be like that over there, probably be different and a nice change. It'll feel like we're in a fort. And uh, so it's going to be done in three days and then we're going to move everything over. But I like the idea of being right in my backyard, you yeah. know, but it's, I, I, after the show. And I like the idea, <laughs> oh, Todd, are you okay? Robbie's, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Robbie is just complaining to complain. I feel like. Oh, I literally liked it. I think you're being overly dramatic a little bit. Well, Jake's not helping any. You're crying, he's crying. He cries, he makes me remember all You guys are. You guys, it's not even, it's not even sad anymore. You're overreacting. All the listeners hear you two, and it's ear-piercing. It's not enjoyable. No, it seems like you're trying to get airtime. No, it does. No, Jake, I can see it in your face. I'm not even enjoying my last show. All right, what is that even... I believe you're upset, and I am enjoying the last show. I don't want to be negative, but I just thought, by the way, that was so enjoyable. Why can't I stop a bit and talk about how much I liked it? Who the hell am I? I I'm the boss of this show. All right, so listen. I'm exhausted. That was, a, that was so enjoyable. Watching you two just overreact. All right, it's not that big of a deal. All right, listen. Let me get through everything, and give me five minutes. And then, you know, we're going to have a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, the last time you were on the show, fucking loved it. So fun. It was. You're great. All right, so enough compliments. Um, <laughs> he gives me one compliment. You know what? That We're done. We're well, done with that. you never know, you know. <laughs> you never know. But you want people to feel welcome. That's the whole thing. You're here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we welcome you. Jeremiah Watkins. Jeremiah Watkins. Jeremiah Watkins. Jeremiah. All right, listen, this is a professional show. So I want to say, give me seven minutes. <laughs> give me seven minutes. And then I prompt to George Carlin. And I'm going to, but if, if you ever want to say anything, say it. But I, I feel like it's boring because it's just getting business. He's out duct of the way. taping me in my mouth right oh, now, everybody. Sure. He's putting me in a trunk. No, I didn't want people to You won't to hear from me. 
edit that out, the part where you could obviously hear that we duct taped him. So I want to say this. Michael Calhoun, you are amazing. This is, to George Carlin is the safe word on the show. You know that, right? To George Carlin, I know that. Thank you. George Carlin, George Carlin. So Michael Calhoun came, was in the audience in Pittsburgh, and he's in college. He's probably 19 years old. And he came to the show in Pittsburgh, and he was laughing at, like, look, it feels great. Like, the way I laugh at Eddie Pepitone. So I was like, fuck. Like, I was, like, loving that you could make <laughs> someone laugh that hard. Like, it, like, that's what I want an audience of. Like, you know, <laughs> is that wrong? Um, podcast people are like that. They, they, they really share a very, a very crisp part of your sense of humor. And, um, but he was on that times a thousand. So I'm like, hey, you want to be in the band, which we've done before. I think I might have talked about this. So we, he goes, he gets a shirt on. He sits in with the band. He's got and – he, and he's so excited that I can't handle it. It was just pure joy watching him just, you know, and, and, he, and he actually could keep rhythm. So I go, I go to the drummer, Ross, I go, give him your microphone. You don't say anything. Um, <laughs> so they gave him the mic, and I said, put a lot of reverb in it, like sick amounts, and then turn the volume up. And all he had was an egg shaker. And guess what? He did a great job with that egg shaker. And he was just so excited. So after the show, I was like, hey, if he goes, he mentioned he's from Philadelphia. I said, well, we're going to Philadelphia after this. If you're in Philadelphia, we'll put you in the band there, too. So he's like, oh, that would be so cool. You made my year. It was so, like, you know, it, it works mutual. It sounds like this is a story maybe you don't want to tell because you're saying somebody was so excited. But it, believe me, it was working for me, too. And he'll probably hear this and he'll know that. But I already told him that. So Sunday night, they go, hey, there's a Michael. I hope I say his last name right. Uh, Calhoun. Calhoun. He said he's Calhoun. Calhoun. He's Calhoun. with his dad and he said he's in the, in the band. He's going to, no, he said it nicely. He goes, he's going to sit in with the band, you know. So I'm like, oh, my God, we're all like, we were just talking about him last night. So he comes, he sits backstage. He is just, you know, it, you know it's, it's, it's awkward to get compliments, and I know he listens to the show. I'm aware of that, and I'm saying this because the only reason not to say it was because, well, should he know that this is the way I feel? You know, why not, right? Um, his, his excitement was just crazy. You know, it was very... Uh, it was just. It was just very. He. You, he seemed like he had a greatness in him. He seemed like he had greatness in him. His his excitement was just fucking overwhelming, and he'll use that to whatever he wants to do and be successful. So he sits in with the band. He I introduce him. He comes out, and then he's like sits down. The crowd. I tell the crowd the true story. I told him exactly what I told you. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, he showed up at Sunday night. Please welcome Michael Calhoun. He sits down. The band plays him on. Uh, he does. Well, the band sometimes has a hard time doing the mumble bit. I go, you want to try it? He goes, yes, I would. <laughs> so we give him the mic. He fucking nails it. You know, but I don't talk less. Oh, excuse me. Let's all pour champagne. Talk less. What is the first class? He like gets all the things. You know, he's like, oh, wrong car. Excuse me. I didn't mean to talk to you. I didn't know you were just royalty. And uh, he did a great job at it. And then I said, do you want to have a bottle hit over your head? Because we had an extra bottle. He's like, <laughs> he nearly had a convulsion. <laughs> But I wanted to surprise him with it. I said, we'll do the bottle, but just put your tambourine down. I don't want to get glass all over it. People don't even argue. He turns around to put the tambourine down. Boom! I hit him right over the head. You've never seen someone get hit over the head with a bottle and jump up and down for joy your entire life. So, and then his dad had the same excitement as he did. His dad was backstage, and I said, I just went out. I go, your dad, his dad's here, folks. He's right over there. I just want to let you know that his dad, and I mean this, is a fucking idiot. And he, like, giggled. And I go, huh, that's fun, right? Look at me. I'm calling your dad a fucking idiot. And why are you getting so much joy out of that? What if his dad was, like, super jealous and he's like, it should have been me. It should have been me. I was right there. I'm of age, Todd Glass. It should have been me. It should have been me. 
Why? God. By the way, this is the only thing I think of. I just stopped yelling because it's not the music. By the way, you'll understand what I'm saying. Michael, don't worry. We'll get right back to you. Um, it's not the music that I'm going to be worried about that's going to be a little bit of a problem. This is one of the concerns when I move it over to uh, the barn at my house. Is yelling? Is, yeah, not the music. The yelling. Like, we got so used to being able to yell as we want. Cur- like, that bit. Uh, you know how, like, normally I would have gone ten times louder. But as I was doing, I went, this is the bit at the garage that I might not have, uh, you know, might over at the barn. I'm yeah. called a barn. Well, it's a garage, but but it's like a barn. And I know if I say garage, Mark Maron's going to shit in his pants. He's going to be like, you fucking kidding me? He does serious interviews. <laughs> he does, he does, um, he does all that stuff. And now this guy, he's got the bells and the whistles. This talk glass, I can't take it anymore. Huh, Mark? You're shitting in your pants. In my garage. Oh, I guess I could do a show in my garage, too. To me, a papa pee, what's the matter with you? And that should do. Michael Calhoun. Because you know he's getting, he's getting upset. Calhoun! So, Michael, I told you I think you have greatness in you. You are a just a great energy. You're if. if you're just, you're just, you got a great, you're just great. You were the best. We all just loved you. Now let's talk about, um, Michael's like, that's all I get. And you fucked up my last name two times. <laughs> um, so, okay, this isn't even political. And you're going to know what I mean in a second. To George Carr and you're all going to go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But has anybody here seen Sarah Palin, like, uh, talking in defense of Donald Trump? Yeah. Not, not defense, but, you know, I, 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 you have, it's. It's horrifying. It, 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 thank you. Thank you. Have you seen any of it? I couldn't muster clicking on it. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, ah, I can't, I can't, I can't look at She's it. She so doesn't have the ability to lead. She sounds like uh, just a nervous <laughs> and like these lines that she thinks nothing comes. But more than anything, it's like, wow, you're really witnessing someone that was against Probably in a racial in a racial marriaging. I know I go to that one a lot. You know why I go to that one a lot? Because it's not like if you go too far back, oh, they thought this. Or, to me, that's just yesterday. Mm. You know, black people are marrying white people. It's not like back in 1938, black people couldn't. No, that was yesterday. So, uh, yeah, I think it is like being on track, being against interracial marriaging like that's your that's your legacy that you left because everything we need it's all like we're gonna go back and we're gonna take isis and we're gonna jam it in their ass and we're gonna (laughs) fucking it's like all right that's what dumb people want to hear you know and but can i ask you a question and i've asked this before does it not make them angry that they're not gonna win like their tricks are not they will not win trust me and don't they ever like it's my it's like what i've said before you know when i say like because the, the smaller group always tends to win, the, like the small progression. There's always a small group of people that want progression, and then they always win every time, and they're plowing past people more than them. You, you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like it's always like 20% of the world that wants women to vote, you know, whatever it is, and then they get it every fucking time. It's not the masses that come out for it right away. So I would hope that if I, so what I always say, when there's 20 people that can plow past 1,000, 20 people... Plow past 1,000. 20 run this way, 1,000 run that way, and the 20 end up winning. I would hope I was the side of the 1,000 that lost because it's not manpower because you're 20 there. You understand when I say plow past each other, like physically running in a field, and I just picture somehow the 20 end up winning. 20 win over 1,000 every time. So you right off the bat, what do you take off? Manpower. Okay, it's not that. Not manpower because 
either side both agree. You had 20, we had 1,000, and we won every time. So it's, to me, it's intelligence. I would hope I was one of the 1,000. And you know there are people that are this. People do change their opinions big time in life. I would hope the fucking God I was one of the 1,000 that went, all right, listen. I get it. I don't like anything I think they do. But how the fuck do they win every time? And I got to soak that in and figure that out. Because they never win. This is not my opinion. Believe me, there's tons of shit I say. They never win. And here they are again. We need to go back to the way. Uh, make America. We're not. And I'm thinking, oh, it's just sad. And her voice. Play her, play her speech. And then I think she sounds like Judy Tenuta. Now you, and I took both of these and I took a recording of them. Now you might, or, you know, made a sound, Whatever. Whatever you do with this shit. Um, you might think, well, am I making fun of Judy Tenuta? No, Judy Tenuta is doing a character. You know, it's, a, it's an exaggerated version. So play a Sarah Palin. Let it breathe because it's just how, oh, she's going to get everyone fired up. And it's so fucking phony. Makes me respect you even more that you're here and you're putting your efforts and you're putting reputations. You are putting relationships on the line to do the right thing for this country because you are ready to make America great again. Well, I am here because like you, I know that it is now or never. I'm in it to win it because we believe in America and we love our freedom. And if you love your freedom, think of that. Think of that Even they know. and know that the United States military deserves a commander-in-chief who loves our country passionately and will never apologize for this country. It's every wrong thing. A new that... commander-in-chief who will never leave our men behind. Yeah, never apologize for what we did to the Indians. Never apologize for what we did with slavery. Why should we apologize for anything? We're a country of idiots. Has there ever been a president who hasn't said that he loved this country? Exactly. Yeah, right. No, Donald, what if they go over to him and he goes, fuck her, I don't love the country. What, I got to argue it? I did it to get even with the country, and I wanted to make it take a big shit on it. What's great about to me when I say it's not political, we don't have to get into a discussion right now of her policy or what. The, it's bigger than that. It's just about the, her, her being a buffoon. It's not even about the intricacies of it. And you know overwhelmingly everything's like don't ever apologize. No, the opposite is what we need to do. We need to apologize. And then I think they make a comment on those kids, the, the uh, military, uh, military people that were on the ship. Out of embarrassment, she says. Now, I might be wrong here. It's okay. I don't want to be so defending of what I saw on the news. I might be totally wrong. We might have handled that shittily. But I thought what happened was, because she's going, oh, they, you know, they were made to look like fools, you know, those that recently just happened. I thought, I thought they not, nobody got hurt, and like with a snap of a finger, they got out of there. So why, what, I think they'd all be, no, we're fucking, right? Am I wrong about that? Like, doesn't it seem like, she's trying to make it look like, no, we shouldn't have fucking had them kneeling down like that. This is like, what, well, how would you have gotten them out? They got out very quick, not one was harmed, and they, and so am I wrong about that? Does anyone know more than me about this? No. <laughs> <laughs> Good, then we move on. That's just great. So anyway, so there's that. What I will say is uh, that it sounds like somebody who is a public speaker Sat her down in, in, in like a in a one hour workshop and was like, "Okay, this is the device that you're going to use to get your point across, and that's how America's gonna be great again." What we're gonna do is start very soft. 
So you act like you know what you're talking about. And the more you start talking, the more passionate you get. And that's how we're going to make America great again. You don't hear it. USA! 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 Now, as we all know, there's a lot of races that we don't like here in the U.S. What we need to start doing is executing them to get America great again! We are dumb! We are dumb! We are dumb! Be less tolerant. 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 It's our only way out. Bang bang guns. Boom boom bang bang. You come get me your gun. Don't you even get started. I got a six shooter in my back pocket that has your name on it. You think Michael Calhoun's still listening? Oh. No. <laughs> hey, Calhoun. Hey, Calhoun. Hey. Ah, His dad's turning it up. He's like, where's my shout out? <laughs> Where is my drove, shout out? I drove him all the way from Westchester. I bought the tickets. I'm the declared guardian. By the way, you got to know something about Michael Calhoun. He is listening and convulsing. So enjoy whatever you do to him. <laughs> he will. It, but let's do his dad more because you know he can handle it more. Yeah. Where's my goddamn mention on that show? I drove him down there to that helium shit hall, and I waited in the wings taking pictures. I'm the one that should have been up there. Whatever happened to my rights? I'm going to throw my voice out. And, Michael, it's your fault. And I hope you're happy I have laryngitis. I'm going to have to come live with you and your family. And you really did a fucking number here. I loved his set, but he is really hard to live with now. <laughs> yeah, Todd Glass lives at my house. I'll show he up one day right wow. at the... Here's me. Oh my God, Togla, be Michael Calhoun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He sees me telling his. You be his dad. Okay. You be his dad. You can be their uh, their uh, their German Shepherd. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> no, you can be whatever you want. Hi, what's your name? <laughs> so so uh, so you're gonna be Michael Calhoun's yeah, yeah. dad. Got it. Yeah. No, you're Michael Calhoun. Yeah, I'm Michael Calhoun. You're Michael Calhoun's and, dad. And you play Todd Glass. So you have like a German no, nanny or something. No, no, there's nobody German. They're uh, they're that uh, they're, 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 uh, that was the German Shepherd. Oh, the German Shepherd. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, um, uh, I'm very hungry right now. Um, could you please refill the kibble, please? My sister's a German Shepherd. Wow, sorry. Well, well, okay, I'll go back to being Michael. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she is. Um, <laughs> Not now, Nick. Not in the middle of an interview. What is wrong with you? Anyway, uh, I told him to do it. I think the listeners need to know. No, I love what I that like happens. how it's a podcast, but you still do an aside. <laughs> not now. I mean, you know, in front of Jake, you think you'd want to be professional. Do not play that again, potato salad. Potato salad, I swear to God, don't play it again. Lazy Mary. All right, listen, here's what I'd like to do. And we're almost done. We're almost past this, and then it's going to be fun. Michael Calhoun, um, Polka Rate. Oh, Nick. Quotes. Oh, yeah. Read these quotes, and then we're going to go on. John Edwards, by the way, he's the guy that's a psychic. Mm-hmm. Uh, his lips lie. They're all shriveled up, and I really believe if I know anything about it. And I figured something out. I think I'm going to talk about this before, but a lot of psychics do it. And it really does bother me uh, for some reason. Well, because it's dishonest, uh, of course. It bothers me. But he does something. I'm positive. Like, I want someone to defend him, even if they don't like him. Go, well, it could be this. But this is what they do, these psychics. They'll, be, they'll go in for it. They'll be like, who's Bill? Because if you know a bill, they win. And there's no downfall to the average listener 
I'm not average, mm-hmm. uh, to, to if he gets it wrong. Because here's what he does. Um, so who's Bill? Say, I don't know a Bill. Who's Bill? Uh, I don't know a Bill. I want you to be very aware in the next month there's going to be a fraudulent deal, and I see William, I see a Bill. And I want you – no, shut up. That's because they didn't have a brother, Bill. Don't tell me if he went, my brother's Bill. He died two years ago. They would have – how come they never go this? If it's true, I'm not saying sometimes it couldn't be that, but how come if, he, if he's being honest, I've never once seen him do this. They go, my brother's Bill. And he goes, no, it's not a brother. This is something that's going to happen in two months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why, why? Why is it only the other way? It, that needs to be answered because they do that a lot. They always act like, hey, I don't expect you to just because you're wrong or you have a bad instinct. But you can't say who's Bill. And when they say, no, no, I don't know a Bill, go, okay, listen up. You just, just you, you, at least be honest and say you, you weren't feeling it. Even if it is real, the real answer would be even if he is real is to go, all right, well, I, sometimes, you know, you get mixed messages. It's not all clear. You don't try to sell it. Are you full of shit? Or do you have the ability, if what you do is real, to go, you know, I'm not feeling it right now because I was feeling a bill, and if there's not a bill, you don't, in so many words, say that. Not to go, oh, because it's something that's going to happen two months from now. Oh, you're, you're lying? Are you lying? Because that's not what fucking happened. Or once in a while, it would be where you went, who's Bill? Oh, my God, my brother's Bill. He died last night. No. Something with a car. <laughs> About a year from like they wouldn't take. So anyway, you're John Edwards. I'm gonna I'm gonna become a a psychic, an undercover psychic, an undercover comedian that's a psychic that will that will read people's futures. And I'll be like, Do you know a Jeremiah? And they'll be like, No, uh-uh. like you will go see a comedian <laughs> named Jeremiah in the next week. I'll be like, I will, and you're like, Yes, yes. you will. Oh. <laughs> and, <then> you <laughs> and here's my Twitter handle at Jeremiah Stand Up. <laughs> oh my god that Brilliant. Was, <laughs> you don't so, promote yourself you're gonna go see Jeremiah you listen Watkins. to a podcast do you know a Todd <laughs> you don't know a Todd you're gonna he listen has a to podcast a on iTunes and SoundCloud Keith I'm sorry you couldn't be here he got sick two hours before the show <clears throat> oh fishy mm. 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 Good fishy. Old, uh, got oh, sick yeah. oh, this is interesting Guess what? Maybe um, I don't know. Uh, maybe next. Yeah, next day. Exactly. Maybe I'll have a doctor's note because uh, yeah, we need one because uh, you know it's not just, it's not just, it's not just you being. It's not just you saying things anymore. We can go by. And by the way, let me say this because I know that um, uh, James, uh, James uh, Russian and Ross. James played keyboards and Russian pl- and uh, James Russian. And then that's his first and last name. And then uh, Ross played drums, and they did all the shows in Pittsburgh, and they did all the shows at the Helium, and they were amazing. It was just everything I thought it would be by the time we got to Philadelphia. And the audiences, you know, I I talked about that, but Philadelphia was probably one of the most fun times I've ever had my entire life in my career, the top five times. Is that the first time you've got to build with a band like one whole week yes. and bring them somewhere else? The first time ever that I got to work with them six shows and six shows eight months ago. So by the time I got there, even to Pittsburgh, they had already worked with me and then brought them to Philly. First time that I ever did that. And um, they were great. And the, uh, but the whole thing in Philadelphia, everything about Philadelphia was. And the owner of Geno's took down his signs that said, uh, you know, if you don't speak English, you know, this is America. He took them down. So I'm proud of him because he should have taken them down. And I am proud of him. Seriously, I'm serious. And you know what? If he, even if he does believe that 
his dad is looking down somewhere. You know, that's okay. Whatever people need to do to, um, you know, I, I think it's okay. Uh, his dad would be proud of him too. He wouldn't want his son to stop evolving because he made a mistake. He'd be proud of him. So he's looking down, and he's proud of you. Or looking up. I don't know where he's at. Knowing your dad, he's probably sitting right in that cheesesteak place and making sure you clean everything because that place is immaculate. I want to live there. Um, anyway. Have you ever had Jim's steaks in, uh, in Philadelphia? I have, but, uh, I, and it's, they're great, but i got to go to Pat Sergino's. I've never been to that one. I gotta go because it's downtown. And by the way, the owner sometimes there's a booth inside, and they let like comedians get to get in there, and you go inside there, and you're in there eating inside, and they bring you whatever you want. So the the, the one of the door guys at the Helium goes, "Hey, uh, Gino, he wants to uh, he wanted to meet you tonight." I'm like, he does. I'm like, and then I got nervous. I was like, do I? Well, I get to go inside. What if I go down there? They're like, give him ten percent off. You know, I don't get the royal treatment. <laughs> so I was like. You know what? What do you think I should do? Do you think we should just and, he, and all, everyone else there is like, let's go, let's go. You know, because we, we know that booth. You look, it's a corner built. You know, it's all glass. You see them making the cheesesteaks, and it's like having a booth in a restaurant. You get to get inside. You sit. So I was like, yeah, let's do that. That'll be fun. Plus, we were in the craving cheesesteaks anyway. And I do love Geno's. I love the pieces of the meat. And um, they then he called and he goes, you know what? He said he's sorry. He's a little tired. I'm like, oh, I guess he just wanted to remind me where I was at in show business. Because you know a fucking Louis C.K., he'd get his ass up and come to, down to that fucking place. He wouldn't go, tell Louis. You know if it was like anybody. Like picture like who's bigger than big, like a celebrity. like Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, he's not going, I'm a little tired. But he just wanted to remind me, thanks, you invited me. <laughs> now I feel like shit. So I felt fine. Did he still give you 10% off? No, I didn't go. Oh, really? I didn't go. We, the club ordered t- thir- 15 pizzas. I've never seen so much pizza in my entire life. All I remember is eating and passing out. <laughs> you find out the next day that uh, he got out of bed for, like, Patrick Warburton or somebody. <laughs> hey, uh, well, that Gino, I understand. thank you so much for that I, uh, getting out way, of bed for me. <laughs> really appreciate it. <laughs> he probably would. I mean, he's, he's, a, you know, he's more of a household name. People know him. Um, ah, come on. I don't know. No, I'm, not, the... I'm not being woe is me. Trust me. To George Carr, and I'm not being woe is me. I'm, I'm saying, like, you you know, you know. It's like if I go, is Alec Baldwin bigger than me? Why, why can we only think of Alec Baldwin right now? Because he's got good hair. All right, listen, let's get through this, and then we're going to start the show. It hasn't even started yet. Later in the show, we're going to, Nick, I got st- I'm going to let Nick talk. Because he wants to talk about his, he doesn't want to talk about his family. I want him to. I don't understand his stories. I need a group of people to try to digest it. Group therapy. And we're going to do that in the second. We're going to do that an hour from now. An hour from now, we're going to take a break and back with talk to Nick. And I want him to be honest. And if I think you're camping it up, because I know when you tell me stories when we're not on the podcast, you're just saying the truth. And that's what I want you to do. And I want these people to try to figure out what the fuck is going on in your life. Guys, wait till the show starts. You oh, just wait. If, okay? this is, if this is already good and it hasn't even started. Okay, listen, Joe, uh, Joe Blankenship, mm-hmm, uh, Joe, Joe McKenzie quit today. I can't believe it. He said, now that you're not a black what? horse. No. Uh, Joe McKenzie, <laughs> uh, we need a polka. I haven't asked for a song in a long time, Joe. I want a polka because, you know what I was thinking it would be funny if, like, Chris Harwick goes, um, uh, you're going to have a radio polka show. And I'm like, I'm not going to have a radio polka show. Fuck that shit. 
Oh, no. And then, and, and, Nerdist. And then the next thing you hear is me. The next thing you hear after that is me trying to get back in good graces. It's all polka. I turned on the radio and tuned into the polka show. You're listening to the Todd Glass All Polka Radio. All right, so we got that. Not now. Uh, and, and here's the last thing. Can you pull out your phone and read those two quotes? And then we're going to take a break. We're all going to get some fresh air. And Jeremiah, it's going to be all you. And I appreciate you being patient. Because can I tell you, when I go to other podcasts and I have to sit across there and not do, you, you know, I know you're, you're, you're not, it's not, it's like I want to focus 100% at you. When it's not, I get fucking bored out of my mind. But what was that, about 25 minutes? 30. 30. Aristotle, I told you to lie for me. Do that again and we'll edit it in and make it low. I want you to go ridiculously low so it looks like I'm a, you know, the people don't listen. They would just hear the numbers and think. No, seriously, a lot of those other shows, they go and, and, and they make you sit over there, you know, for half an hour. But no offense, what was he over there? How long was he sitting over there before? How long has the show been so far? We haven't started yet. <laughs> 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 Hi. That's why everything sounds all right. Can you give him a tons of reverb? Because I don't hear it at all. No more. I don't hear it at all. Do you hear reverb? Honestly. No. Hello? No reverb. Now, if I have it here, I hear it here. You hear it. Here's a, a here's a segment we're gonna have later in the show. It's Calhoun. called it's <laughs> it's throw Michael throw Michael Calhoun into a fit of a stereo of laughter, and that's something we're gonna do in the final in like next hour. So we got a lot to look forward to. Here's the last thing. I like these two quotes to George Carlin. They're I guess you could say they they are serious. And then what we're gonna do is he's gonna read them. And we're gonna take a break. Let me write this down so we don't forget. Call it Michael throw. He's already laughing. I can see his face. Throw Michael. M-I-C-H-A-O. I don't know how to spell it. Michael Calto. In to the next segment is called Throw Michael Calhoun into a fit of rage. You know what I mean by a fit of rage? Like laughing so hard? And I think we're going to know how to push his buttons. R-A-G-E. Sure, Michael, I know how to spell. Is your dad listening over your shoulder? Did they mention me? How about me, the way I got everybody here from Poland? Why the fuck can't they mention me? How about me? Well, I'm not so great. huh? I can't believe this Todd Glass guy. I drove you all the way down from Westchester, busting my goddamn bopsies on the baboopsies. Hey, listen. Can you read those quotes? Why do I like these quotes? By the way, sit up. You look like you're, you're my seven-year-old brother doing the... the oh, you, know, you can't. Your chair doesn't. Okay, we'll call you. We'll call you. Okay, we'll call you. Sir, we'll call you. Thanks a lot for coming in. Thanks a lot uh, for coming in. We'll call you. My, appreciate can it. I, uh, can, can I just give one more shot? No, no, no. But thank you very much. We it got, was great. We're, we have a lot of uh, auditions to... Okay. 
By the way, you're very good on the. We'll call you. We got what we need. Thanks. Yeah, we got what we need. Hello, sir, sir, sir. We got what we need. Sir, 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 sir. We got what we need. Sir, we got what we need. Excuse me. So these are quotes that I really. <laughs> these are uh, these are quotes that I just they they inspire me. How did I become so well adjusted to injustice? That's everybody should ask themselves that if they're tired of if you're a who's next who's next person or what's next or what am I going to have to change or I have to drop that for and that's a great question to ask yourself right there. I don't have a minute. To no, hate. no, 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 no. Just read that again. Oh, uh, how did I become so well adjusted to injustice? Right? Am I, that's a great question. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. And this next one, uh, somebody sent me. Who sent this in? Didn't we write it? This one's from uh, Sean Plystead. Watch I, your I, mouth. I, Watch I, your I mouth. I mispronounced his last name. Well, I he apologize. Doesn't Ooh. As long as we, okay, so uh, go ahead. I think this explains itself. Wasn't um, this about you a, to read the whole email? Yes, read okay. the whole email. Hi, Todd. I don't know if I, uh, you knew about the story about Emmett Till. He was a 14-year-old black kid who in 1955... Or, who in 1955 Mississippi was beaten to death for supposedly whistling to a white woman. The murders uh, were equated by all the white jury. Till's mother, Maim Till, responded to the entire situation by saying, I don't have a minute to hate. I'm going to pursue justice for the rest of my life. Okay. Wow. Right? Just got That's all you can do. Well, she probably drank. Um, do you have any... Ju- <laughs> can you... Can you play? I'm being silly. Like she's the most brilliant woman in the world, but that I thought that we needed some comedic, uh, comedic uh, uh, relaxation. <laughs> uh, but uh, here's one more thing I have to do. So play Sarah Palin again. Play Sarah Palin again. Makes me respect you even more that you're here and you're putting your efforts and you're putting now reputation. Play, now pause that and play Judy Tenuta. Hi, pigs. Well, besides that. <laughs> I have my religion, Judaism. (laughs) Let's make this country great again. Soon you will all be my personal love slaves. I'm Sarah Palin. But first, but first. That's not a well-produced piece. Um, (laughs) What I like to do is... I'm so glad it's not the final show here. No, no, no. We got a lot more show. Uh, We got Doc. Okay, so here's what we have coming up. We're going to take a break. We have, uh, let's throw Michael, Michael into a fit of rage out there in Pittsburgh. Uh, then we have a talk about Nick and his family, bad improv thing. Um, here's something else, and you guys are all going to know your homework. Can I have my phone? Yeah, and this is, I think you have it. I do. No, I don't. My phone. Hold on. Hello? Oh, wait. I, oh, I, I didn't even know our phones were hot. Hello? By the way, can someone find my phone while I deal with this caller? Yeah, who was, where were we doing the lights from? Yeah, uh, uh, hi, Todd. Oh, who is this? Uh, this is Michael. Michael who? Uh, Calhoun. Calhoun? Michael Calhoun. From Pittsburgh? From Pittsburgh. How are you doing? I called to help you find your phone. Hey, and we found it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it actually did help. Oh, um, that's hilarious. Jeremiah, that's you calling. So I, later, now, I'm, why am I plugging things later in the show? Because it's a new way I do the show. I got mm. orders. So I do this thing on my phone, and we're all going to have the opportunity to do it. The thing is, we got to go away from everyone to do it. So I do the bit where I go, whatever, it's whatever you want the bit to be, but I think the bit, the basis of it could be your wife, could be your, could be your boss. 
it's a fake phone call you've created to get. Mm. So here, so it's like this. It's like, okay, here it is. Like it's a guy that really doesn't want to be with his friends. It could be a guy that's um, you know a lying and doesn't have a girlfriend and says he does, but he's. Uh, so hold on. I, here's mine. Hello, honey. That ah, shit. It's my wife. Hey, honey. What's up? No, no, no. I'm just hanging out with my friends. Oh, come on. And then he makes himself like his wife's a pain in the ass. So he'll be like, no, I have fun with my friends. I'll come home. You know what? I'm so miserable in this relationship. Okay. Or it could be your boss. You're all going to do one of those. You're going to go downstairs. You're going to get away. You're going to all could be your boss. It could be someone from Sweden. You lie. You're dating a girl from Sweden. It could be your whatever it is. You have a fake thing going on in your phone <laughs> that helps you in a situation and you play it. I, it could be a person. I, I can't imagine what else it could be besides a person. But, you know, you could do whatever you need to do. Let's make it a person. I've done all types. I've done, oh, my dumb boss is on the phone. I play, this is your dumb boss. Todd. Nah, shit, there he is. Hello. So we're going to do that. And we're not going to forget because I wrote it down. And that's why I have a professional show. So what I'd like to do to take us to break is, um, and then we're going to come back. Do you have any questions? Excuse me. <laughs> that made me laugh. I just... All I thought about was a week ago as I wanted to open up the show. Excuse me? I just did it right. Excuse me? Yeah. Excuse me? Excuse me? Excuse me? Excuse me? No, excuse me? Excuse me? Excuse me? No, excuse me? Excuse me? Excuse me? Excuse me? Excuse me? Yeah, mother! character I'm working on, it's a saxophone player learning the La Bamba song.
car, and that's because when I reached over to get my mic, which I was giving to Jeremiah to give him a lot of reverb in his sax, I dropped the mic, and of course, I was the one who made chaos here at the studio. We'll take a break. We'll be back. Oh, I had reverb the whole time? Yeah. That's delay. Shit. It's going to cost me. We're on break, and Nick sees the pot. He's like, uh, can I get a little bit? Just trying to be unassuming. Uh, excuse me, can I get a little bit? Uh, excuse me, can I get a little bit of bud, please? Uh, pardon me, I'm, a, uh, can, I'm Nick Leaper. Can I get a little bit? Uh, but, 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 but if you don't mind, I just need to partake in the... Uh, little... Can I get a little bit? Uh, I just uh, prefer one hit of marijuana, please. Uh, pardon me, uh, I'm a Nick Leaper. I hope I'm not assuming. Uh, can I get a little bit of that there? Let me just button up this top button before I hit the of this marijuana. Alright, so while we were on break, Jake pointed out that we never finished the bit with Mike Calhoun's dad. When you were gonna live at Michael Calhoun's house. I was yeah. gonna live no, no, I was showing up, obviously. You were showing up. I was showing up with a U-Haul. You're gonna play you. <laughs> and 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 obviously, you know. Uh, Nick, you're playing, you are playing uh, Michael Calhoun. Yeah. He's like, Dad, I don't know what's going on. I would move away from the microphone to do the bit so it sounds like we're picking him up like it's the scene in the house. You sure. know what I mean? You're going to play who? I'm going to play Michael Calhoun's dad, but I don't think my voice is deep enough to yeah. do it properly. I can try. Well, Hey, gentlemen. Michael, By the way, am I putting a lot of pressure on everybody? I would say just do whatever, but this is Michael Calhoun seeing that, like, I'm obviously pulling into the driveway. Do we have any, like, bird sounds so it sounds like outside, maybe? <laughs> well, not chickens. <laughs> he lives on a ranch. No, not chickens. Do we have, uh... Okay, yeah, hold on, hold on, let me... Okay, so, background ambient noise. And uh, I'll go walk over there, I guess, and I'll be uh, pulling up. I, I'm tired of this bit already. All Michael Calhoun does, now we got to work for him. It's like we're on the clock with this Michael Calhoun guy. God forbid he's not entertained, giggling in his living room. <laughs> I'm Michael Calhoun. I'm laughing so I'm Calhoun. Calhoun. Oh. I the best podcast oh. ever. Everybody, I'm Michael Calhoun. I sat in with the band, so now the whole podcast has to revolve around me. Calhoun. Calhoun. Hey, Michael, you're listening to the Michael Calhoun show. Michael Calhoun is doing it because next week uh, you're going to be listening to Michael Calhoun. And we're going to talk about sex stuff. It's going to be crazy, all right? Okay, What's so you're up? Michael Calhoun. You're hanging out at the house. Okay. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, here I am backing in. I'm, I'm knocking on the door. Okay. And you see it's me through the window. Clean up your room tonight, Michael. Uh, yeah, yeah, Dad. Uh, here, let me let me get the door. Get the quick. door, Michael. Well, no, make it before you even open the door. What you're saying, like, what the fuck's he doing here? Maybe. Oh yeah. Maybe. Okay. I got it. I was no, gonna maybe. treat it differently. No, you okay, yeah, yeah. I have, no, I have an idea. No, I have an idea. Hard. This is the worst show. No, 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 no. Here, reset, reset, reset. Stop a guest in the middle. Okay. All right. Oh, it's it's. I think somebody's at the door. Dad, let me get it real quick. Get the door, Todd. Todd. Yeah, Michael. What what are you doing here? The place to stay. They're tenting my house. They're whating your house? They're tenting it. I had termites. I just need a place to stay for a year and a half. Uh, Who's at the door? Michael, uh, is that your dad, the one that brought you down to the show? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he can't find out about how good our relationship is. He was very jealous. 
As soon as we were done with the show, as soon as we were done with the show, a lot of attention. Do you see this black eye? Your dad punched you. Yes. You're not joking around. No. But I gave him a lot of attention. I said the reason you probably turned out the way you did is because your dad is was who he was. Obviously, you have a lot of the characteristics of your dad. Your dad's a, filled with love and excitement, and you, a lot of that comes from him. So I thought I gave your dad a lot. Todd, there's something you need to know about my dad. It's never enough, is it? He always wants more. <laughs> well, maybe we should write a song about him. Uh, okay. But not now. Okay, I'll let Joe do it. Okay. That's it. Michael's, <laughs> no, Michael's upset. I can tell. He's like, that's not the best bit in the world. Now I feel like he sits there with a king and a, a throne, you know, like in a, in a wand. All right, gentlemen, more bits about me. Like, I'm afraid to do my show because I, I get some angry email from him. Wait, we got an email already? Are you shitting me? Who wants to read it? It's, he's on the phone? It's being transcribed into the phone. <laughs> no, wait. He's on the phone. Yeah, he's on the he's phone. On the phone. Yeah, yeah. Wait, are you shitting me? Michael Calhoun is on the phone. Is this true? I think he is. is Hello, Michael? Ring. Uh, hey, Todd. Hey, Michael. What's up? Are you enjoying the show? Well, I was. Well, what did we do wrong? That last bit. What happened? No, no, no. We're just sometimes you're... You started off real hot. You're making me... All the classic Michael Calhoun bits. <laughs> but then, you okay. started to drop off. Well, Mike, I can't point. operate a show if we're nervous. You're, you calling in yelling at me isn't going to help the energy. It's always yes and, you know, Michael? It's, yeah, it's like, yeah. we all work. Like, oh, You're yeah, right, that like, bit, yeah. we felt it. We felt it. Honestly, we did. We felt How it. How are you going to improve it? Michael. Todd! Okay, now you're... <laughs> Michael. Todd! Listen, you came to my show. You were in the band. I thought you were a good guy. I think things are getting a little out of control. I do a good show, and we the last bit went flat. That's all. I've been hanging out with my dad a lot lately. Michael, maybe we, should, maybe we should... Maybe we should... I need more! <laughs> Put reverb in that and do it again. You ready? Say it again. That I need more! Michael. Michael. I don't... (laughs) Don't do that. First of all, I think it's rude, Michael. You you don't understand. You were some kid in Pittsburgh, and then you went to Philly. We put you on stage. Now you're bullying us. Like, come on. Like, you know, we're trying the best we can. Where's my residual check? Residual check? What are you talking about? (laughs) I played in multiple cities with you. Zero dollars. I have arthritis from the egg shaker. <laughs> I'm suing you, Todd Glass. For every penny that you owe. Michael, did your dad put you up to this? This is Michael's dad. Oh it my. was me the whole time. <laughs> I'm still angry. How could you pick my son over me? I, Todd Glass, gave birth to him. He used to be a part of me. He is no longer. You must choose now, Todd. Is it him or is it I? What did you do with Michael Calhoun? That's for me to know. 
never find out. What did you do with Michael Calhoun? He's on the couch, all right? Oh. Oh. Man. <laughs> you think somebody's You do. You fix that bit. Well, let's do this. Um, so I don't think we have to do the bit at the door anymore. I think right, that, right. that was better. Um, so I can throw away my opening, and I can say to my guest, how are you? I'm doing great. Do you remember the last time you were on the show? Do we have something? Yeah. Hey, ladies. Any of you want to fuck Jake Adams? The Todd Glass Show. A real fuck festival. So we play that for him. How has that worked out since the last time I was here, Jake? Uh, the festival went great. Uh, yeah, they raised over $100,000. Now, how does one submit to that festival? <laughs> well, men and women, in all fairness, have to submit. I don't know. I'm trying is it, to is it oh, a, no, they don't. No, they don't. Is no, it a three to five minute link? What is it? I don't know. I think Jake knows more than me. I throw it his way. <laughs> yeah, if you could just upload it to Vimeo, uh, your submission, and um, send it in that way, $35 for a submission fee. Okay. How much for a submission fee? Uh, it's just $35. Or $35? I just love using that sound effect. Um, I get a nickel off every time I use it. Um, so that's Jake Adams. And then uh, Nick is here. Nick Leap, I'd like to remind him. We'd be fine, okay? And then uh, we'd be fine. Jake does the 99% of the time. Nick, uh, Nick is not here, and Jake does it fine, and we'd, we'd skip a show. So I can't let this, you know, I can't. You know, it just seems a little melancholy. We do it. We do it. No, we do it. No, I wanted to let it roll, but I can't listen to. I can't, it's just so self-serving. It's like, oh, what would we do without Nick? You know what? We we well, he's. We'd have six less pictures on Facebook. No, no, I'm just, I'm just saying it. I'm not trying to be rude. All right, so you're happy to be here. I, I, heard. I hope that that plays at his funeral, by the way, with a slideshow. Wait, 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 what plays at his funeral? What would we do without Nick? It's like, oh. What would we do, This is, uh, well, this is he'd Nick. Be, he'd be fine. You mean that at his funeral? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is uh, Nick and I uh, climbing the Rocky Mountains right here. Now this is Nick and I dropping in at the skate park. <laughs> Silly Nick forgot to wear his helmet that day. <laughs> uh, I'm going to miss him. What's your favorite funeral? We'll find out after these commercial breaks. Um, uh, do you want to hear something? <laughs> what, if people review, weird... <laughs> what if people reviewed funerals like rock shows? Like, it seemed a little off tonight. By the way, I do have favorite funerals. Yeah? Well, they, a good funeral. See, comedians, I think, can, can, can bring you emotionally. I shouldn't just say comedians, but you'll know what I mean. But right. there's, I'm sure there's other. It's, or maybe it is comedians. Uh, you, you can get a lot. Look, you feel drained, and of course you're, it's sad, but there's also this other thing that happens that hopefully, if you learned anything, whether you, I don't believe in God, but I believe after you go to a funeral, you get enlightened. You start realizing what it's about if you let it soak in. Mm -hmm. So a good funeral, as sad as it is, you can also go, fuck. And comedians can get you laughing so fucking hard and then shred your insides. And I think you can only shred it in the sad direction if you're willing to go. As if you go to a typical funeral, and yeah, they might make little jokes, but 
comedians' funerals. I mean, they're fucking, you know, they're the best. Well, I don't shoot, hope I don't come off. Uh, <laughs> Todd's like, you can't spell funeral without fun. I mean, hopefully more of my friends keep dying. I mean, they are the parties to go to. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Everyone knows what I mean. That's what's good about, that's what's good about, n- not having to feel you have to explain yourself. Everyone, I don't hope for it, but, but you, you, know, you can only <laughs> decide to get something good out of it or not. But listen, um, so there's that that I wanted to talk about. Uh, by the way, sorry we got to do this, but we got to, you know what, we got to pay the bills. So. Traffic and weather on the Todd Glass Show. Professional. 85 of the valley, 96 of the high desert. W14 of the tropic chapter coming on the tip tie on the five foot boy. Anybody up on the downtown can be coming up and take them on the top of the table and take them on top. Get traffic and weather on the threes, fours, sevens, eights, and nines on the Todd Glass Show. What? James Adomian. James Adomian only could sit and do, like, every bone in that guy's boat. Play, play. Traffic and weather on the Todd Glass Show. 85 of the Valley, 96 of the High Desert. W14 of the Tropic Chapter coming on the tip tie on the five foot. Anybody up on the downtown can be coming up and come get a little ticket on the table and table and take a little top. Get traffic and weather on the threes, fours. By the way, I should also point out that some listeners sent this in, and I feel real shitty because it's not only his impersonation that makes that a great, funny little thing. It's the, the, the someone really uh, mixed it all well together. So, whatever your name is, email me. Make me more. It's not my fault you stopped making them. I forgot who you were. <laughs> you sent me in this great thing, and you haven't sent me shit ever since. So, I, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Uh, I kid affectionately, but I can't joke anymore. Um, so. What? 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 I can't joke anymore. No, I feel like I can't. You can't joke anymore. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you're sad. It's like, <laughs> you don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, nice talking to you. I got to run. <laughs> Bye. Oh, no, no, wait. I gotta go. I'm already. Uh, hey, See Todd. you later. No, wait. No, no, no. Todd. I'm already at the uh, other end of the room. I, I don't. Sorry, I'm in a hurry. I don't. I'll talk to you later. I need. Oh, I need to talk to you. Todd, I need to talk to you about physics. Todd. I feel like it's gonna go in a bad. Place. We're gonna talk about physics. Get I'm back right. here. Come on. Come on. The peer, the, let's talk about the periodic table of elements. Wait a second, is this who is? Come on, this? let's talk about. This is Michael. Wait, who is this? This is Michael. Michael who? Uh, <laughs> you want to hear something? You want to treat? You want to treat for your ears? Yeah, I love it. Oh shit! <laughs> By the way, he will not stop it. That's what I love. You can tell my tone was. Well, anyway, he's like, "Yeah, what are you doing yeah, now?" Well, what are you, I mean, where are you going? How many where impers- are we going now? How many impersonations do you do? Uh, decent amount. Do you do over ten? Yeah. Okay, I want to manage you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have some ideas. <laughs> See, I'm not going to be able to do this in the garage. Uh, no, this loud I'd be able to be. This loud I'd be able to be. So this is Don. You have to use your inside voice sometimes. <laughs> so just, you know, keep that in mind. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. You just got to whisper sometimes. Sometimes you, you got to use your library voice. Like, you, you are right. 
You, know, you are right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I actually me. used to work I was as a little a loud over with my friends. Be the guy. You're the librarian. I'm the one. Yeah. You're right. I was a little loud. Excuse me. Hey. Yes, I'm sorry. You need to keep it down. Here. People are trying to learn. I was a little loud, and I apologize. That's not good enough. It's not good enough? You got to learn from your mistakes. I'm very <laughs> sorry. You won't hear another peep out of me. It's still not good enough. What are you talking about? You work here at the library with me now. You're going to learn your lesson. <laughs> <laughs> now grab a mop, and we're going to start learning. All right? Get over it. Now, this is a bucket, all right? <laughs> and this is water, and you pour the soap in the water. We're going to clean all these books, all right? Now just slice the water of the soap on the books. And you'll learn that you shouldn't do that. All right. Well, you know what? I'm, right. a, I'm a, an adult, and I'm going to do what I'm told. Don't it? Okay. Is that good enough? Here's the application. Is that good enough? <laughs> an application? Yeah. Here's the application. So fill out I this application. I thought I just did it. I, have I to... haven't given you the job yet. <laughs> Who do you, you get ahead of yourself? I had to check your references. Come on. <laughs> Come on. So fill it. <laughs> If you references Jay, I might let you help me clean this library. Right? No, don't worry about it. Shut up. We're gonna learn a lot together today. All right. Well, inside voice is the first thing. Library voice. Okay. You got. Thank you. You got that. Thank you. Do you accept my apology? I, I do. Is it good enough? It's good enough. No. Okay. Oh my God. Now, your first reference on this application. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so, says here you used to work yeah. at Chipotle for 17 years, okay? Is that good enough? I mean. I worked you know. at Chipotle for 17 years and I only quit because I moved. But it says that you kept the same uh, status. You didn't move up. What's wrong with you? You stayed as a bully. You just stayed uh, in the line. You didn't uh, you get to become an assistant manager or nothing? No, I worked I worked in the uh, uh, the, the line. Did I mean, you, I liked it. It yeah. was a good job, and it paid me well. Are you happy with your life choices? <laughs> Who are you, by the way? Who are you? I don't even remember. Well, uh, You're the guy at the library that told me I'm to the people. Guy at the library that <laughs> You're told still you that guy. I'm still that. We got to remember that people. I'm not the only one that forgot, but guarantee I had listeners that went, I forgot. Listen, He's the guy at the library. I'm trying to Makes give, it a bit funnier. I'm trying to give you a job, okay? Okay, now you, oh, right, somehow. Okay, it's, it's, we're going over your references okay, right now. The job application inside the library where you were too loud when I came over I to you and then I asked you. I know. That's what's going on, all right? Look, why don't you just let me work here? You don't <laughs> give someone a job application. If, if you're at a restaurant and you forget your wallet, and they said you have to wash dishes. They just let you wash dishes. They don't go, oh, apply for a job to wash dishes. I think if I've done something wrong, you know, these people that... Uh, well, you could say the same thing with a different analogy. You could say, hey, can I go on a date with a girl? And then, then you're upset that you're not having sex with said girl. And that don't make no sense. She's a nice girl. She has the opinion of whether she wants to let what you, you have just sex said. I don't even understand what you just said. Why don't we just let me... Apologize for talking loud in the library and let me go. Okay. Uh, you're, you have me in a. In a listen. This I'm, is uncomfortable. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to let you work here, okay? Okay, why are you locking the doors? You have people standing at all your exits. Okay. All locked up, boss. Yeah, oh. well, how, how come you have a 1930s character working here? <laughs> well, you see, we all live in here, all right? 
Who's this guy? You guys have a relationship? Oh, that's Terrence. He's a good guy. Floor's a wax box. Uh, he calls you box? <laughs> He calls me box instead of boss because if you if you know anything well, about the English language in the library, X is a less harsh consonant <laughs> than boss. When you know the about S on the tss, it sounds like there's snakes in here. I'm afraid of snakes, okay? <laughs> I say call me box, don't call me boss. It's terrifying, all right? That's why, all right. Got the rest of these books boxed up, box. Uh, perfect. Do you guys have a good relationship? I need you to teach my friend here a thing or two, all right? No, 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 no. Listen, ah, sure. no. let me just get out of here. I, I made a mistake. I, how about I won't come back to the library for another year? I won't come back ever. Is that a big enough punishment? Please take me with you. I'm a very sad person. Well, I can't. I mean, I, my, I, my, I'm, I'm with my, we just, me and my wife just got married. I don't have any real-world experience, okay? All I know is this library. I wish I could let you live with me, but I really can't. But thank you. Are you taking applications? Uh, I got plenty of applications I can fill out. Yeah. I mean, I got a stack right here, and I how got long, references. How long do you need to live with me? For the rest of my life. All right, I guess that's okay then. But I'm, I thought you I'm, just wanted to stay for a week, and that scares me. But I'm, I am, I have, I, I, I have I, abandonment I, issues. I am terminal, so. Uh, oh, well, that's good to know. Yeah, uh, you know, less time. Right, well, how can, now you dig yourself out of this sad bit you've done. You take it from here. You think you're throwing it my way? I'm dead. Then he looks at me like I should finish. You go. No, no, no. <laughs> I feel bad. I, for no, this no, no, no. By I, the way, I like this guy. I, Everyone loved this guy, and then you just have him dying in a bit. We no, can have these bits you, go any way we hey, want. Hey, you, you let me finish, all oh, right? Oh, I didn't let you finish. Oh, I apologize. And sometimes I do that. In all fairness, people have told me that love me very much, and this right. is true. They said, Todd, you don't let people finish. And why would I make that up? So go ahead and finish. I'm terminally positive I'm going to be friends with you for the rest of my life. Yeah. But also, I really need a place to stay, so... Well... Okay, here, here's what we're going to do, all right? I'll give you a job. Oh, thank you. Well, I don't need a job. No, I want to leave. Listen, you need it. No, I don't. I work at a bank. I hate improv like this. I'm have to think of banks. I don't know what the fuck people do. Wait, wait which uh, which bank you working at? Bank of America. What do you want? I can't. Once I feel like I'm in a bit, I can't. Oh, I'm in a bank, and that's what I do. And my name's Bobby Bipple. Fucking shit. You know Bobby? I'm too, I get stuck in a line read. Bobby's my best friend. Bobby. Let me try that voice. This is my jazz voice. Oh. 101, you're listening to jazz. There was a legend of Michael Calhoun. Calhoun. One night... After a show, being in the Todd Glass band, he walked down the wrong street and got... I don't like this bit. Let's stop this bit. Let's turn my, my, my voice machines off. I have too much shit. I got post-its. I got a professional show. And let's return to the show. Return to the show. Should I edit all that out or just leave it? I got lost. Who gives a shit? <laughs> God damn it. It was just... I went a little off. It's a good show. Who is... It? Hello? Michael? Yes. Okay, you can't do this, it's and I'm gonna Michael. let J- I'm gonna let everyone talk to you. I J- yeah, you're right. The bit with the 
I was trying to do like a tale I'm of a thing. I'm very upset. Okay, let Jeremiah me. Jeremiah let... decided to go dark with that bit. Okay, well, I can't. Sometimes we just make choices here on the show, Michael. It, Thank I mean, it's not always okay, a bad you... one. It's Does just, he like, think you know, that terminal a good one. is a, a funny word or something? I think that, that it's a buzz jokey joke. Michael. I actually agree with you, but my guess sometimes... Fire Jeremiah from the podcast. Okay. Michael, Michael. I want Michael, to you're never out of control. Of well, Jeremiah that, Watkins ever okay, I don't again. have the power to do it, and you are out of control, Michael. You came, I let you sit in on a band. You have to hear yourself. I want him off. Okay, I want you to listen. Listen to me. No, 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 Michael. You're out of control. There's so much echo in your voice, and that's how I can tell you're insane. I've already called the authorities. They're on their way. Okay, you don't get every... Michael, you're, you don't, you're, you're out of fucking control. Todd, I am in control. I'll fire Jeremy. As soon as we get back on the air. Will you? Also fire Jeremiah. Ah. Jeremiah. <laughs> Later that hour. So Jeremiah, I think you do a great job when you're on the show, and I always like the bits that you do. But we have a a. Uh, I don't even know how to explain it. He originally listened to the show. He came to the show. He played in the band and. Somehow now I'm in a horrible situation and he wants you fired. And his so I gotta let you go. Did you have to bring your sound guy with you to play that? Well I, I mean <laughs> I just didn't wanna I wanted to keep within the theme of the show. He's on the phone right now. Do you wanna talk to him? I would love to talk to him. Okay, he's gonna yell. But Is this Jerem is this Jeremiah? Yeah, uh, who who's this? It's Michael. <laughs> M- Michael, who? They they don't even know who he is. Michael Calhoun. <laughs> Jeremiah, oh. your face is the <laughs> best. Uh, obviously, you... you make him out to be some crazy. I want everyone home when he makes that face. Every. Eye goes a different way. His lip goes to the right and to the left, and his every expression, he's like this sicko. He's Michael Calhoun. Every aware of every muscle. I like to do comedy and make you aware of it and make you have a twitch. Anyway, I have a treat for everybody. I have a treat for everybody. Orders up. Oh, hi. <laughs> what, can I help you? Yeah. Here's me in an improv troupe. By the way, I would love to have an improv troupe. How about if you be? I'll be an improv troupe. I'll okay. be a guy on stage. I've done this okay. before, but it's fun. I'm going to just keep saying crane operator. You, No one's yelling out crane operator. Okay. And you're, you know when there's a scene in a movie where they go, someone stands up for the union, you know, hey, we're sick and tired. You stand up. You, you're tired of watching this guy with a shit improv saying that no one yelled crane operator, and eventually you guys get vocal. I don't want to do it. I'm exhausted <laughs> explaining it. Todd, what do you want to do right All right, now? I'll do it. I got a good go, good go ahead sign from uh, Robbie Kirkhoff, ladies and gentlemen. I think I'll. Re- First of all, I should not be going into the mic. I would. People are vomiting. It's the most disgusting thing. That's how some podcasts are. I've heard them. 
Where'd you start? It's called Chewy 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 Chew. That's the one thing, by the way, in all fairness, you don't... First of all, I'm kidding. I think sometimes you can make a joke and people are listening going, is he making fun of... No. I was making fun of... uh, You never hear people... Some people might eat on a podcast. It's the only one thing that I would get told not to do that I that I was like, no, that's that's a decent one. Like, don't eat. It's annoying, basically. Even though sometimes it's really fun to eat. I get it. It's annoying. You've ne- you never listened to that podcast, uh, Eating Sandwiches with Billy and Bobby, before? Oh, I'm sorry. Is that the name of your podcast? Oh, no. I mean, I like that. For different people, it's good. But I try not I th- to. I think we should maybe but listen. that's a great idea because people do like to hear people eat. That's how much I would switch my opinion. We should, uh, we should uh, listen to it for a second. Oh, you have? Do we have some? Yeah, on the we board? have. A, we have a clip. Is it you and a? Is it you and a friend? No, it's just this podcast that I discovered through YouTube. They oh. only they only upload it to YouTube. Oh, and is it two people or one? Yeah, Billy and Bobby, two guys. And they just talk about. Are you being serious? Yeah, they just talk about sandwiches. Yeah, pl- yeah, play. They just eat the sandwiches, right? Yeah, they 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 review sandwiches. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll play it. I don't mind playing it. Give it a plug. You got it, Nick. Oh, hold okay. on, hold on. We gotta. You know what? Let's do this. Let's produce this. What do we have here that we could um, play? Hold on. Oh, this. Oh no, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I feel like there's so much pressure. I mean, Nick's typing over there. I have no idea what. I want to give this like a little. He's doing his taxes right now. Yeah. You're like, Nick, that can wait. What are you doing? <laughs> what were you doing? What were you gonna do? Just now, Billy and Bobby. Oh yeah, we're gonna throw to Billy and Bobby. Oh yeah, we have a, we have a yeah, but I but I want to uh, uh, get the right music. Like it's a little intro to Billy and Bobby sandwich. Thing. I want to give it like a nice intro. What are you looking for? I don't see. Is this a real thing? No. Oh. Oh my! It's all right. You know what I think? Hey, you know what? That's though. It's good though. We're what? convincing. Yeah, I was gonna make fun of him, and then I thought, no, we were convincing. That's we're what convincing. I don't want to be. To go, oh, what do you? No, he we, he believed it. No, and I'm wondering what the fuck is he googling? I thought he was he's trying searching to... Billy and Bobby sandwich. Yeah, the, he's over there genuinely to George Caron. He's searching for Billy Bob and Bipty fuck eat sandwiches. He goes, is this a real thing? <laughs> <laughs> I was so convincing with the, I guess, the Nick, you got the clip? And he's like, I, I guess I will in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Google doesn't know about these guys yet. Yeah. Play this. Maybe there's a little music up front. Makes me respect you. Oh, oh. <laughs> Play it more. I want to hear her more because nothing's funnier than dumb Makes shit. Makes me respect you even more that you're here and you're putting your efforts and you're putting reputations. You are putting relationships on the line to do the right thing for this country because you are ready to make America great again. Well, I am here because like you, I know that it is now or never. I'm in it to win it because we believe in America. <laughs> How is that in a speech? Freedom. I'm in it to win it. Freedom, think of that. What are you, winning a skateboard? Think of that. And know that the United States military deserves a commander-in-chief who loves our country passionately and will never apologize for this country. It's the sound a of... new commander-in-chief who will never leave our men behind. A new commander-in-chief, one who will never lie to the families of the fallen. I'm in it because... Just last week, we're watching our sailors suffer and be humiliated on a world stage at 
the hands of Iranian captors in violation of international law because a weak-kneed capitulator-in-chief has decided that America will lead from behind. And he, who would negotiate deals, uh, kind of like with the skills of a community organizer, maybe organizing a neighborhood tea, yeah, well, he deciding yes, that, no, America would apologize and uh, as part of the deal, as the enemy sends a message to the rest of the world that they capture and we kowtow and we apologize and then we bend over and say, thank you, enemy. We are ready for a change. We are ready and our troops deserve the best. A new commander in chief whose track record of success has proven he is the master at the art of the pill. I can't listen to her anymore. I can, actually. It's great. It's so... All you have to do to hear it is know what you're hearing. And by the way, it's not someone who doesn't know have a great vocabulary. As long as someone is from their gut believes in what they're saying. But I call Chris Christie on it, too. And I, I know it. I see it. He comes out. He has this thing when he's going to... Like, just speak from your heart. Speak from your heart. And if there's something decent, you don't have to raise your voice and you know and if you're doing it where it's so noticeable and she it's like it's like a parody like that's the way you say it. that's why this expression exists it is like a parody and it's not it's like that shouldn't be the way it is what we should be hearing is we should be finding out this actually that wasn't actually her that was a they were doing her in SNL and I'd be like oh my god I thought I mean I know she's no that's literally her that should be a parody of her how do you do a parody of her when it's already so and <laughs> and who and he, yeah, Ugh. but she's great. I love her. She's got a nice thing. Big heart. You want to hear a Don Rickles clip? It's just me. Do you want to hear a Don Rickles clip? It's just me. Do you want to hear a Don Rickles clip? Oh, yeah. I love Don Rickles. Yeah. Where'd you grow up? Uh, Rochester. Great. Told you I'd do serious interviews. Now the other shows are shitting all over themselves. Literally, I've heard other shows, and this is the truth, and why would I make this up? Everybody else is shaking in their They're barns right now. They're shaking in their barns. They're going, Todd Glass uh, doing a show out of his garage like Mark Maron. They literally get in a hefty trash bag, and they shit because they, they don't know what else to do. <laughs> um, we have, uh, okay. <coughs> so this is Don Rickles. Now, this is one of those things that definitely has to breathe. But it's uh, Regis, it has to be like, Regis looks like he's 35 years old. Don Rickles looks about, he's probably 44 or something. But it's so much, it reminds me of me and like you could see us even doing the same bits. So Regis goes by because, you know, he's doing a show and he has a little, they have like a simple camera on Regis and he knocks on Rickles' door. You know they planned it and he came out. But what I love is that Regis does the best way to interview Don Rickles. As, and that's why I always sort of annoyed me when I saw that Jay Leno didn't know how to interview Don Rickles. It's, you don't spar. I get it if you're a morning show and you're Katie Kirk and Don Rickles comes on. You, you don't have comedy in your bones. You just think, oh, you spar with them. That, that's an honest misconception I could see Katie Kirk making. Like, I get it. You know, you're just you're trying to do what's right. There's yeah. a legend in your studio. You're just you teeny spar here and there. No. You, do, you just ask him a question. Ask him a question. You're never going to be funnier than him. So whatever he does, keep setting him up. So you're watching someone that is constantly reloading Don Rickles and re not going, oh, well, uh, you, yeah. your shows don't sell out either or trying to spar with him. There's no sparring. There's just set him up, set him up, set him up, set him up, set him up. 
And that's what you reap the benefits of for seven minutes. So I think it's worth listening to. And it's something about it. A word came to me. It's sort of also adorable in a way because they're both so young and they're, you know, they're just sort of, you can tell they have an affection for each other that's, uh, that's very, that's very uh, admirable. Resorts, International Hotel, Atlantic City, Don Rickles, Regis Philbin. Gotta look good. Gotta look big out there. This is my dressing room. You know, hey, this is really <laughs> show business, you know? Dressing room, every night I come in here, lay down on the couch and relax before the show and try to get myself fired up because, after all, the show is going on, you know what I mean? Over here is my bar. Oh, I hang around here. I get drunk. I drink with all the chorus girls. It's, it's wild down here, but that's, that's the way it is. That's show business. You want to meet Rickles? Come on. I'm a personal friend. Sure. Listen, what am I going to do? The man calls up. The man says, I need help. It's an SOS. Do I turn him down? Of course not. You go to a friend like that when he needs you. Career is floundering a little bit. He's an old-timer now, you know. He's not the one he used to be, but he's here. Don, where are you? Big dressing room, man. Mr. Rickles, we're ready for you. He comes out with a bathrobe and a big bow tie. I just said that we were going to meet with the old-timer. No, 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 no. I, don't, I don't do local shows. <laughs> local local chazerai doesn't help me. Chazerai, that's a New York, New, New York expression for have a corned beef sandwich. <laughs> please, how did you get a show? How did you so dumb? I'm, first of all, I'm watching the, bear, uh, the football game, yes, I and I don't need you here with the tuxedo like you're a catered waiter. We'll have uh, two, uh, two hors d'oeuvres to go. Now, you want to sit down? You better not no, sit. This let, is let's a, stand this right is too here. sharp for you. What is it? It must be the thrill of your 35-year career to have me you with you here. Me. Can I be honest with you? Honestly, I've been working in Atlantic City on six, seven years of resorts. You understand? Yeah. You on the show have set me back about nine years. <laughs> so, the audiences were so up when I used to come in. Now, as soon as, as soon as you get finished, they're all taking naps. People have little cots, blankets. They're all sleeping. You really, do yourself a favor. Forget the songs. Forget the film. Go back to Ireland and do what you do best. You know what I mean? What Hide that? in the house and try to pick off people. You know what I mean? Don't, don't bother anybody in show business. You don't make it in show business. The Abernathy girl? Yeah. Stunning. Yeah. But I mean, give her some lines. I mean, put her in a window in Macy's like a mannequin with a stick on her back. You know what I mean? I mean, you're ridiculous. The show isn't making it, Regis. I don't know how you hang in there. You're on cable now with some health what what is it called it's lifetime <laughs> you say it like the world knows i understand it's in downtown hollywood and it showed in the all-night pickwood theater where guys come in with big coats and they smile with funny looks it's a marvelous show i understand two shows in new york yeah none in america <laughs> anyway hollywood not one person asked for you you know when you left really people people by the airport going <laughs> helping the plane hoping that's right you explain it to your audience helping the plane oh you're so you're so bright it's come on me. i know you're thrilled to have me oh i you, know that are you kidding i had big names with me this was a downhill and then what killed me is when i put your picture up i swear to god people were putting stamps on it and mailing it it was ridiculous your picture Oh you waited so many years to have me with you. No, I didn't, Regis. The last time I saw you was with Joey Bishop. That's when I knew you, when you were a humble little guy saying, Joey, please, let me run and let me walk in front of you. If you have to sneeze on me. I mean, the man, I mean, now those were your big days. When you, and you said to me, you think Joey likes me. Now I'll tell you the truth. The man twice went for a revolver. I had to stop him. Twice he was, had the gun pointed at you. But we stopped it. And now, and now your dreams come true. A little local show that doesn't mean anything and a cable show that people see in downtown Hollywood. So you're set. You know what I mean? You get about 200 a week. You got the two twins. And you got your lovely wife, Joy, who doesn't have a buck of jewelry. That's embarrassing. I saw that show on the Life Cable Joe. It's a shame. You're making a weird Mickey Mouse beads that you get out of a crane in Coney Island. You know those little things? 
buy us some jewelry. The woman looks ridiculous. Tell me the truth. In the like house coat and a broom, too, in the halls here at night. Oh, gee. I mean, to keep a sweet. I saw a judge. What are you doing, Judge? I'll be finished in a minute, Don. I just have to do one more haul, and then we can keep the room. It was part of the contract. I know. I knew it was part of it. Lee Solomon made it. She punches up pillows. Great, your wife. She came in the room and said, what are you doing, Judge? I said, I'm the new maid. It's great what you do for a sweet. Tell me the truth. How do you like my voice? The truth? Yeah. Let me put it to this way. If a woman was being attacked, your kind of voice would, would probably make them look up. I mean, you have, without question, Regis, really, a voice that's not trained, a voice that's never, never studied music, and it shows so much when you're on the stage. If you took one singing lesson, you know, possibly like, you know, maybe you could get hot like Deanna Durbin. Mm. You know where she is. Yeah, right. In Paris, saying, we'll finish the tower by Friday. She's cleaning off the rust at the Eiffel Tower. But really, Regis, uh, the voice is, is cute. Nothing great, nothing uh -huh. dynamite. Mm -hmm. You do, let me tell you this. You do a cute job. You worked in that club in Jersey. That's where I heard club you Club Club Benet, of course. Everybody goes there. I got an uncle. He's a wino. Goes in there, flat out on the bar. They let him stay there all day. He hardened there once. Nobody well, took him off the bar, and he sort of shit. Listen, it's a very nice club. Who got you that? Lee Solomon? Lee Solomon. Big hot agent. Lee Solomon. <laughs> Lee Solomon runs in traffic and flags down cars saying, Do you act? <laughs> punishment because I once called him Jewish, which he happens to be. He's trying to keep it quiet. But you all have a lot of fun out there every night, whether I'm with you or not, right? Oh, you kidding? I have about as much fun as being with Dennis Stein. That's about the fun I have. Dennis Stein is dating Liz Taylor now. Yeah, that'll be an hour. Uh, she'll find out his real personality and he'll take a cab. It'll be all be over. But we've had an exciting three nights here, haven't we? Oh, I got chills. You kidding? My underwear don't go up. It keeps going up and down from the excitement. I swear, my underwear vibrates. Really? Oh. What a, and what the a, crowds have been good? They've been dynamite. And not one person by the door says, what time does Regis go on? They said, is he still on? You know, half the audience comes in after you go off. I swear, I, I, they're like this in line. They say, is he off? Okay, let's get our seats. And they start running towards the seats. I'm sorry, the cameraman. I threw you a movement. They can't handle they movement. Can't. No, you have that kind of crew. Show. I know. One guy standing there with a baby brownie. And another guy behind him with a big box going, is this on, Al? Same crew like I left in that room in New York. Yeah. Hey, this is great. You, see, you, get, you don't see clip-ons anymore. This is terrific. You become an usher at the lowest stage. Look at you in the room. Now, you just lounge around till I go out and warm them up and get them all set up for you. No, no, I just sit like this. hope a girl comes by and I grab her, pull her in the room. See, I love my wife, but my wife has cataracts. Hey, Regis, can I tell you something? If we work together again, so help me, I'm going to the VA and I'm going to be asked to be sent back to Vietnam. The war's over there, but I'm going to just stay there in the jungle and, and blacken my face so nobody finds me. I don't want to see you again, Regis, really. Don't come around anymore. The voice is weak. How's that, Regis? You stink. You're not good. You stink. And stay out of my life, Regis. And keep that AM show off. And never, I never want to see you again. I hope you get a boil on your neck. Oh, my God. I just... Wow. That's just pure joy. Pure joy. Um, let's do the phone bit. You want to do it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Did you do something? Yeah, yeah. You did? Yep. All right, cool. Let's take a deep breath. Smoke a little. Okay, what were we just doing? Oh yeah. Yeah, let's just applaud out of that. Wow. It's a lot of clapping. Um, that's just.
that footage just does it for me. Wow, that's just too just you just you know what I kept thinking. Tell me if you guys thought the same thing when you're listening. I could picture like you sometimes. That would be you sort of going, "Here's the bar." It's like all the things we do. We're backstage just making videos, and there that's what Regis is doing. And then Don Riggles comes yeah. out. They have a plan, and they're going to do this video. <laughs> of course, Don, it's 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 beautiful. Hey, let's do the phone bit. Okay. Didn't we have a, a sandwich video we were going to listen to? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, we never found oh, it. Oh, we never found. We never found it online, but uh, but I think send it. I, I think, think we do have do an. I think we did find it. We just. Uh, the, oh, you download uh, the, the link that got sent from the email. Yeah, the opening jingle got cut off though. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but uh, but here it is. Um, uh, it is. You are right. So Nick was saying when we took a break that all they do is talk about uh, sandwiches, so we can play it. Before we start this bit, can I change the light? Yes. Oh, you need the phone? Yeah. Are you ready? Are you prepared to take on this bit? Mm-hmm. You want to talk about something while we're waiting? Yeah, I was just thinking, um, it's impossible to eat grapes without looking regal. <laughs> mm. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Oh, wow. Is this the eating show? Uh, this is, yes, the eating show, yes. Mm. <laughs> Oh, we found. Would you like a Would you like a grape? Oh, no, thank. You. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Sure. Well, good. Good, and, um, good times. Uh, how does it? Oh, how does it taste? Very good. It is very good, right? Mm. I mean, um, let me dangle it and let it enter slowly into my mouth. Oh, wow! Oh, wow! The taste. Um, Nineteen seventy-two. <laughs> You ever, uh, do you ever do you ever taste wine or you want do you ever, I don't taste wine. I don't. No, no. So if I'm in a situation, most of my here's what I realize is embarrassing. If you're in a place that they decide to let you taste the wine, but it's not really a taste the wine place. They just want to make it look a little more upscale, so they offer that service. But you know that it's not really you know. And you're with someone, they just say okay. It's so embarrassing. They're ta- you're not going to send it back. So if you're not going to send it back, stop me pretending that, you know, I don't know. I don't like, I don't, I'm getting embarrassed the, the, when I'm with someone. If anybody ever sent it back, I'd be embarrassed. Oh, yeah. Saying. Unless I was at, maybe if you're at a high-end place where it's expected and they totally, but yeah, but at a $25 bottle of wine place, just fucking drink the bottle of wine. What do you, add some sugar. It's going to make it great. Put some ice cream in it. Live life. Do you like wine? A wine float? Do you drink wine? A wine float. No, I don't, no. You don't, uh, you don't, can I hear, give me that, because that's driving me nuts. <laughs> he was holding the, I'm talking with the grave. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't, uh, what are you? Um, let's do the phone bit. The phone oh, bit? Oh, no, okay. we were going to play the, the sandwich show. Fuck that bit, right? You never know. Oh, hey, uh, hey you're watching uh, Billy and Bobby's uh, sandwich review here. Uh, oh, we found it. Yeah, uh, Bobby. Wait, you don't talk to me. We're, you're just playing this thing from... I hate when I get lost in bits. What's Isn't up, Billy? It, oh, is, oh, this is the show. Where oh, they, th- there you are, Bobby. Hey, sorry, I was over there getting the sandwiches. Looks like somebody picked up on what, <laughs> what was being put out there. Anyway. Uh, hey, so you this, put up what you put up. Uh, put hey, out there. Come on. Okay, so the first sandwich we're going to do is a caprice. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I say something? Yeah. To break the bit? Uh-huh. Maybe I should do, like, uh, we'll put a little effort into it. We'll make it look like we found it. Okay. <laughs> And then uh, we'll do a little opening jingle. I think I can handle it. Okay, cool. Okay, so hold on. Hold on. I think this would be worth it. Hello? Hello? It's Bobby and Joey. Something like that? <laughs> it's Joey and Bobby. They talk about... Okay, hello? It's Joey. Which one do you like? Hello? 
Hello. 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 It's Bobby and okay, Joey. That's what I'll do. So I'll play it. It's Bobby and Joey, and they talk about sandwiches. Yeah. Okay, so exactly what we're talking Oh, you know what? Actually, I think, uh, and this is going to make it better. Watch this. Nick, you actually did find it? Yeah, I did. All right, play it. It's Bobby and Joey to talk about sandwiches. It's Bobby and Joey to talk about sandwiches. Hey, uh, welcome to Bobby and Joey. We're talking about sandwiches here today. And, uh, well, uh, uh, let me introduce myself. Uh, my cohort to the left of me is uh, Joey right over uh, here. How you doing, Bobby? Uh, doing great. Doing great, Joey. And uh, so uh, let's dive right into this. Got a lot of great sandwiches today. Uh, we got, uh, what do we got? Uh, what, do we, what do we got, Bobby? Well, uh, we're going to start off with a nice Caprese. Uh, oh, don't get me started on this Reuben over here. Oh. oh. Oh, you, you, uh, you, you, Ruba, Ruba, Ruba Tuesdays. Uh, hey, hey, I didn't have a line there. So that's all we found. <laughs> that's all we could find. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. But I'm glad we found it because uh, it sounded like it could be a fun show. Anyway, there's that. This is that. We move on. We talk about something different. Sure. Uh, so, um, now what were we just... Uh, oh, we're about to get into the phone bit. Oh, we were going to do the phone bit. Yeah. Right. But there was another bit we were going to do, too. Oh, the... Uh, Come on. Yeah, the Joey the, and Bobby. The I want. The Joey Bobby. Oh, yeah, we were going to do that. That's right. Oh, no, we, I, I said, okay, enough with that. We'll get back to them later. Oh. Okay, so we did. We'll do that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That already happened. Yeah. I'm so professional. Well, these other shows are jealous because I'll stop and figure out my show while it's going on. Other shows just know what's going on. <laughs> And they're so mad at me. They're like, how come he's allowed to on the air get lost and figure out where he's at and have no direction and people are okay with it? And they're like, what the fuck? It's not even, it's bullshit. He's having a nervous breakdown and why is anybody, and I'll tell you why, because it doesn't happen all the time. And I did get lost. But I want to be very clear. I don't mind getting lost. <laughs> that last statement was like a senator. <laughs> and, I, and I guarantee you, it doesn't happen all the time. <laughs> and it won't happen again. And it won't happen if you, again. If I get elected. If I get elected, I will never get lost again. Let me be clear. Let me be purple. Okay, so here's what happened. Wait, was that a white Obama impression? My favorite. <laughs> let me let me be very clear. Here's what happened. Let me be clear. Okay. It took us a lot of time it to find a, a clip. Time. It took us a lot of time. Found a clip. Found the clip. Found the clip. All right. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Do you promise you're not going to do it again? I promise I won't. I mean, I promise I won't. <laughs> Do it again. Okay. You promise? I promise. Okay. So let me be very clear. So let me be very clear. Well, well, well I'm not going to do it. Well, I'm not going to do it. It's the oldest game in the room. It's the oldest game in the room. And I'm not going to fall for it. So you're not going to hear me talk anymore. After this point on, you will hear nothing from After this point on, you'll hear nothing from First of all, I don't sound like that. Here's what I'd like to do. By the way, that's how I lost my virginity. <laughs> hey. Hello, operator. Hello, operator. Uh... To a rooster? So the phone bit. So the phone bit. So you have you have something. I saw everybody. Oh, yeah. The phone bit is. 
We did this. The thing, I want to be very clear. Here's what happened. We did the sandwich thing, and then I came back, and you guys started talking about sandwiches, and I cut it off abruptly, and I was like, that was the joke of, like, all that work to play 20 seconds. You know, um, Michael gets it. And then I go, okay, that's all we found. We'll go back. Maybe we'll find another clip later. Okay. Okay, so the phone. I'm very excited. to do. I have never been this excited, I think, in a long time to uh, do, do a, a new bit on the show. I think Joe's making us a jingle, something. Yeah, they're, they're all doing things with their phone, and it's great. Joe, come on, you know. Take that, put it in a pot, put an onion in there, and, and that's how you make your jingles, right? And spit some rhymes out. Hey, Joe, I'm looking for rhymes. Do you want uh, this next year's Mercedes, Joe? Yeah. Uh, maybe. How do you think this show think This so. show pays for your uh, Mercedes station wagon, okay? So we want rhyme. We want songs with rhymes in them. Because people love rhyming. So we want a polka with rhymes out the goddamn ass. So that's our one request. And we shouldn't yell at you. So let's uh, do that, your phone thing. Oh, okay. We could split the show right here. We have the power to split it anywhere oh. we want and do a part two. What do we do? Do we put this on this part of the... Or do we do it next week? Do we open oh. up with the... Because how long have we done? Is that recording time? But I don't want to just end like... I think we do this. We do this. We push the limits. And then we end with a song where we, we all hum along. Okay. Okay, so let's you, you call. Well, I don't know. I think we gave them enough. No, cause it's an hour and 45. I don't want to do another. I have to do a double show. You did? Ooh. Oh. Aristotle. Oh. Legend has it that they did those bits because they were trying to make a two-parter out of a one-parter show. Aristotle. Oh, I'm Aristotle. I can edit shows wherever I That's all I can do. Hello, this is the mayor of Florida. We now declare today Aristotle Day. Aristotle's here tonight. All right, I didn't say to play that. I did not say to play that. That's why I did not say to play that. This is not a joke. I did not say to play that. I did not say to play that. Now leaving Nerdist.com.